Hey everyone, this is Chris and Josh. We're just cutting in here real quick. We'll get to your jump players in just a second. Uh, we, we recorded the jump players last week, but since then the Colts have traded for Carson Wentz, and we just wanted to give you guys our thoughts on that real quick. As a Colts fan, I am lukewarm about it, mm-hmm. but it's it's not a bad deal in their favor, and it sounds like the Eagles are having a little bit of uh, seller's remorse because of what they got for it. Um, to let's get let's just start at the top here that the Colts mm-hmm. are giving up their third round pick in this year's draft and at least a second in next year's draft. I say at least because it, the conditions of the deal is that Carson, if Carson Wentz plays at least 70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, that pick becomes a first round pick in next year's draft. That would be 2022. Mm-hmm. Or if Carson Wentz plays in 75% of the Colts snaps and the Colts don't make the playoffs, it still becomes a first round pick in 2022. Mm-hmm. So overall, that's not a bad deal. But it's getting um, close we, to his original value, which was oh, sec- second overall, I think. Yes. Yes. He was the number two quarterback selected in whatever year he was drafted. 2016, I believe. Um, let's look that up real quick. And it was... Guess who the uh, only remaining starter is out of that entire quarterback class? If my research... If I remember uh, my that? research correctly. Dak Prescott. The only, um, Wentz. yeah, with the I'm sorry, and with the team, with the team he was drafted by. I'm sorry, that their was, original team with their uh, original team. Yeah, implied. I guess I yeah. should have just. I said was going to say, I'm like, I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, uh, so mind blown, I guess. So he, I mean, and there's been a lot of you know Carson Wentz is um an old shoe. Like we don't. I'm trying to be um, PG about this. Um, but you know, it's, there's a lot of bad things being said about Carson Wentz. He was not very good last season, even when he was healthy and he did play. So, you know, I, I, I catastrophic. I think that's why we're talking about it. He was so bad. Yeah. I get why people are down on him. And it was probably, if he, if he can bounce back to what he was in 2018 and 2019, the Colts got a deal. They got a great deal. That's like they, they one of the things that the, this team really, really, really needs is a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Ever since Andrew Luck retired, they've been kind of um, having their butts hanging out in the wind, you know. Um, I so here's here's the thing that I I was when, when I was looking up Carson Wentz and everything in 2019, and this leads to our episode coming up that we're going to record here in a little bit. Was that in 2019? That. Mm-hmm. P, um, PFF had the Eagles' offensive line ranked as their number one offensive line mm-hmm. right yep and in 2019 well, arguably one of Carson Wentz's best career uh years uh he threw for just over 4,000 yards he had almost a 64 percent completion percentage 27 touchdowns not great but still not his best ever either and that 64 percent was was improved meaning that was one thing we we're worried about oops excuse me one thing we we're worried about coming in is Big arm, no accuracy type of player, you know. And well, uh, and in twenty eighteen, percent is great he, for him. Uh, in twenty eighteen, he had almost seventy percent. So Ooh, okay. Um, I also believe in twenty in twenty nineteen, he was also dealing with a not very good receiving core. Like so, and the Colts' receiving core isn't the greatest either. I, I don't understand why everyone says that they have wide receivers. Yeah, they have T. Y. Hilton. Technically, they don't because I don't think he's under contract at the moment. I don't think so. Either. But they have Michael and. 
uh, Michael Pittman, you know, whatever. We hope so, but hey, getting, that's but, nothing right now. But, yeah. you know, but, you know, getting Wentz and everything, they could go out and make a stab at, um, you know, like a Tyrell oh. Williams or an Allen Robinson, Robinson. Mm -hmm. or, you know, any of those bigger name wide receivers that are out there. Maybe they're not done. I mean, you said it a couple of times. They're not paying a quarterback. Okay, yes, now they are, but I'm sure some of that money was eaten by Philly, I would think. So they're still uh, yeah, getting it's so a, they're so still getting a discounted this, starting quarterback. According to this ESPN article, the the Eagles are taking the largest dead hit uh, the dead cap hit in history oh. at thirty three point eight million dollars. Wow! Ooh. I ha can't lie, I'm kind of happy about that, but uh, that's my my bias coming through there. Still nah. paying for that Super Bowl. Still paying for it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the argument. You know, is it worth it? Uh, I would probably say yeah, but uh, I'm a suffering uh, Dallas fan of, what, 22, 25 years, whatever it is now. Um, there's other franchises who have never won one, so which was Philly until then. So, man, it probably is still worth it. You know? <laughs> but yeah. I bet they don't not okay. saying that right now. So it, with, with Wentz, I think that brings – that's going to take off some – you know, if he returns to form, we'll call it 2020, just a bad year. I mean, the, the Eagles offensive line was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, probably it was, it, it didn't make PFF's uh, bottom five in terms of offensive lines, but I think they're one of the worst. They were so banged up. They like, they were so injury riddled. Mm -hmm. And even the, when the players were healthy, they weren't playing at their peak. So I, yeah. Man, I, I think that this is going to help Wentz going behind this offensive line, assuming the Colts can grab a, a left tackle, whether in free agency or the draft, and plug him in there to replace uh, Antonio Costanzo. Costanzo, thank you. Anthony Costanzo. Um, anyways, yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be, it's good for the Colts. It's gonna it's gonna help. Pittman, it's gonna help their tight ends. You can, I, I can see them still rolling with um, two tight ends a lot. I mean, that's kind of what Frank Reich wants to do, anyways. And I feel like Frank Ebron's Reich there for another year. And um, Doyle. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they went with uh, kid that came from Philly. Trey Burton. Burton. Thank you. Trey Burton. And they didn't get him from Philly. They got him from the Bears, actually. So. And they played together. Right, Wentz but yeah, I mean, yeah, I and I don't want the Colts to come out, go out and get um, Zacherts either. I'm like, I'm done with acquiring the Eagles <laughs> leftovers. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, please yeah. stop. Um, but I think I think it's important to and you mentioned it. Uh, the two things I want to focus on are the, the O line, as you mentioned, and coaching, as you also mentioned. Like, I am of the school of thought, off the top of my head, that like uh, I dislike Wentz. Uh, it's kind of a Cowboys fan thing. There was a lot of comparisons between him and Dak. But uh, we talked about this, like we said off air a moment ago, probably a couple weeks ago, and we speculated about this move. I mean, I'm not saying both me and you were like, this is definitely going to happen, but we were definitely speculating about this and other places. And I have to go with kind of the prevailing logic of Wentz was a eye pick. Um, I'm not saying he is the answer, but I have to kind of believe in the franchise here so Wentz had to deal with a you know when he had a good offensive line he looked pretty darn good he was a MVP discussion you know and then yep. got hurt Foles Super Bowl run everything etc um, and when he didn't have a good offensive line when he had a horrible offensive line he played horribly 
you could even uh, tie into the defense probably on those years, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. That's fluctuated. Hey, and there's nothing that's stopping the Colts' defense, defensive performance and offensive line performance fluctuating f- f- to next year because they were really good this past year. But yep. I think they put a good organization together in terms of Reich and the uh, Andy Tree, a- Andy Reid Tree, uh, coming from Philly, coming from you know from that uh, coaching staff, and I believe in their personnel decisions. And I think you can get something out of Wentz, as you said, with a better running attack, offensive line, and obviously a defense um i think i mentioned something about uh yeah so that, that's all i've got I, I more or less agree with you i think it's a good move for both parties uh, other than that i'm in a waiting pattern you know wait wait and see if 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 you know we were right all along that he is that good or the opposite kind of like with Jameis. yep another we'll very, see. very high pick that we'll see fizzled but this kid this is I don't know. I, I don't see this being a bad move for the Colts. So, anyway, Probably not. that's about all I got on on Wentz here. Um, so, uh, just keep listening to our jump players, and that's it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and he is Chris. And how you doing today, Chris? I'm doing great. I love That's Sunday great. afternoons because we get to re- talk about fantasy football and record the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my washer broke yesterday. That was a real bummer. And I have a work order in and hopefully it gets fixed soon. That stinks. One thing I've, I, okay. So I've been, as I'm getting older, you know, and you're even more older than I am. Um, this is true. I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what would my last words be? My dying words. <laughs> your washer? What did you your... say about this? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um, what would your dying words be? Would it be like, you know, would you tell your wife that you love her? Um, tell your daughters that you love them? Something like that? Yeah, probably. It, probably. It would be my kids, probably. probably. My family. My um, and I, and, I, and I've, I've settled on what my dying words are, are, would be. The, my dying, my last words that I ever utter right before I die are going to be, "The treasure is buried in." Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what my dying words are going Isn't to be. Isn't that a line from a movie? Something, it probably something, something, is, uh. but I, I, I don't know. Oh, that's 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 from um, Monty Python and the Quest for Holy Grail. I almost um, said spaceballs. I was kind of in the right like, genre. He but. wouldn't just. He wouldn't bother writing. Oh, He's like, well, that's what it says that's right there. Says. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, no, I just thought that was Perfect. like, it would be completely hilarious. They'd be like, wait, the, what did he, did he say? The treasure is buried where? And he's like, he didn't say, he just died. And he'd be like, that's pretty typical of Josh. He wouldn't actually tell us. Yeah. Even, even if there was treasure, he wouldn't tell us. I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Could start off a whole, and then what, what type of treasure? What kind of treasure? Is it monetary value? Yeah. Is it like some secret code? We could make a whole series of movies on it, like Tom Hanks did about the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Just go find Josh's. Oh, man, those movies, those movies are like the books are awful. Oh yeah, the, uh, first one was good, but I, I no, I think certain things can be overdone, and it was definitely overdone. I can't believe you made so many of them. It was so weird. Uh, Anyways, I think they had to make a Transformers movie for every every Da Vinci Code movie they made because it was just awful. Everything there's some went. there's some kind of cool just, agreement just, that just if you're going to make into, a yeah. Code movie, you have to make a Transformers movie, yep. Yep. <laughs> or and vice versa. Seven movies later, they're like, oh, 
we're billionaires. I don't. <laughs> and then eventually, there's a crossover. <laughs> Transformers into exactly. Code. It's in the code. Cybertron. <laughs> it leads them. It leads them to like um, uh, Megatron's corpse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the Allspark. Yep. And the Holy Grail with a pyramid eyeball thing. I don't even know. <laughs> and Masons. There's always Masons involved. Yeah, and the Illuminati and and Starscream and yeah, you know. it's all all connected. <sighs> anyway, so we're amazing fantasy football. We're here to talk about some, uh, you know, our last dying words. Uh, anyways, uh, today we're going to talk about some jump players. We're going to talk about some players that that could make the jump, jump. You know, like that crisscross song back in. We're so old, man. We're so yes. we're so yes, freaking we old. <laughs> I was, it was a big deal. My name my name's Chris. It was kind of a big deal. Junior. Junior high? I didn't even think that about right. that. That feels man. right. Yeah, was... You were in junior high? Oh, man. I was in, like, first grade. I guessed. I, I, what year? It had 90, been the 90s. 91? I feel like it was the first half of the 90s. Like, I'm with you there. Oh, it so. was definitely the first half of the 90s. And then they had their pants yeah, on backwards was, and everything? Uh, I might have been in high school, dude, actually. Oh, wow. You're, you're significantly <laughs> older than I am. Yeah. Anyway. So... <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about some players that didn't, we just got done doing our tight end episode last week. Top 12. And so we've gone through quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, the top, no top players at all those positions. And so this episode, we're going to talk about some players that we didn't talk about in those previous ones that could potentially like quarterbacks could make it into the top 12 next year, running back and wide receiver that can make it into the top 24 and tight ends that can make it in the top 12. Mm-hmm. So you know, and we gave we gave some you know, some guys out at the end of each show, but I just kind of wanted to go a little bit deeper with some names. And some of the guys that I'm going to talk about are, I don't know if they're going to actually do it, but they could, they definitely could. And one of them for sure, my tight end is like, it's a long shot, but I just wanted to bring him up. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's all speculation, so that's all we're doing. So yeah, this is a speculation heavy episode. If I if I if I told you that you know Cole Komet was going to be a top twelve tight end next year, and it was a fact, I'd be like Jesus or something. You know, Nostradamus. Thank you. Who yeah. also might have been Jesus, but he just have. decided to call himself Nostradamus. You know, flying Both. on the radar. Both pretty cool names, I must say. Both have a real great sound to them. Yeah, you know, like how um, um, people who uh, speak Spanish, the name Jesus is used a lot, and mm-hmm. and um, people from the um, that are predominantly Muslim use the word uh, have like I work with like three different Muhammads, you know, but yet a lot of American people they don't call their children Jesus. No. No. In fact, I think they so would weird. consider it offensive if I had to guess. I wouldn't do it, but uh <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That is would you wild. rather would you rather call your um your 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 son Jesus or Stalin? Hmm. Mm, go, yeah, exactly. Jesus sure. Probably Jesus, right? Yeah. Yep. Go with the good guy versus the guy that was arguably worse Our than good Hitler. guy. Like the good you know? guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, you put it that way. Sign me up. Yeah. That's that's what you're. That's what you'll name your son, Jesus. We've, mm-hmm. we've come to it. Yep. Except um, I'm not going to have a son. But hey, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, his middle name could be not the second coming. 
Um, Not second coming. Just to make sure everybody's yeah. on the same page. Yeah, just so everyone knows. And then you're going to have to change it when it's revealed that he is. So, anyways, it's it's a, it's very complex. So we're talking about some jump players, and why don't you get us started, Chris? I know you yeah, I have a first. lot of love for this. You have a lot of love for our first guy here, and I, I, I have hopes that he does well, but I don't have as much love. So why don't, why don't you get us kicked off here with... Tua Tagovailoa. I think I nailed mm, it. You missed it. Taga Viola. Tango Viola. Tango Viola. There's an N, Almost there's an like N a in there that you... There's Almost an like, N in there that you don't, that is not written out. Oh. Tongue. Oh, Viola. So I also yeah. was messing up the Viola part. I was, that's almost like a violin. Viola. Yeah, kind tongue, of. Yeah. Tongue. Viola. Okay. Uh, well, I'm working Viola. on it, folks. Well, we'll have it, we'll have it good by August, let's say. But I am. Probably high on not. Um, I, I like the potential I see. I know he didn't take the world by storm like a Joe Burrow or a Herbert or even um, uh, Kyler. You know, a similar uh, typecast player in terms of mobility and uh, arm talent. Uh, uh, well, I mean, similar vein is all I'm saying. Uh, we're we're not talking Kyler. Let, don't get me started with that. How my love for Kyler. No, uh, this don't. more uh, this more or less plays into me believing in the direction the Dolphins have taken with their personnel in front office. I like what I see. <clears throat> That'll have a theme uh, in this episode and kind of going back to the tight ends last episode with Kaseki. I would like to see improvement at wide receiver, but I think there's value in this offense and in particular in Gasecki and Tua in super flex leagues. Uh, for Tua, that is. Uh, Tua has wheels and that will help uh, as he improves as a passer. It would help him uh, both buy time physically and literally, uh, uh, figuratively, I'm sorry, as, uh, you know, he keeps your fantasy team uh, kind of afloat with the uh, rushing statistics. Um, but also, I think he is a talented passer, but he has to improve there. I, I recognize that, too. So he's my guy as far as uh, could make the jump next year. Um, if we go back to our quarterback episode, that seems like forever ago now. <laughs> um, we could probably think of a couple names right off the bat that we don't don't think will make the top 12 list. Therefore, two is as good of you know guess, I guess you could say, as any other young and upcomer. So uh, I'm high on him. Yeah, I think he, it's part of this offense. Uh, and it goes right into with Gusecki uh, and another guy I'll mention later in this show. So who do you think would make it in the quarterbacks? I mean, maybe Kirk Cousins and then Tua slips in? Cousins <laughs> is one that comes off the top of my head. I might even have those slides here. but <laughs> um, Maybe maybe Tannehill or Brady? Yeah, I agree with all three of those, actually. And you know me, I like Tannehill. So that's, that's, you know, I, that's me recognizing that he's in that anywhere from eight to you know, falling off the top 12 range, right? That picture I found from Matt Ryan is still gets oh, you're, me. I thought you might be looking back at him. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but no, that's, hey. that's, that's two in a nutshell for me. Um, as I said, this is a speculation heavy episode. Um, I did like what I saw from an, I know eyeball test can be misleading, but I like what I saw on the field and uh, I think he's got the tools and I think he's got the organization behind him. So cool. Um, the, my next, my guy is actually Matt Stafford. And if, if anyone listening right now is newsflash, Matthew Stafford has been traded to the Rams and Goff went to the lions. Um, you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta start out by saying that 
if you're listening to us via podcast, there is a picture of Matt Stafford with his hat on backwards, which is what I was looking for because that's how I picture him in my brain of him wearing his hat backwards, throwing passes. Apparently, it's a really hard thing to find as of a picture of him wearing his hat backwards. Okay. Weird. <laughs> that's weird. Anyways, so uh, right now, I let's let me actually get serious here. Um, he, he missed the top twelve by twenty three points this year. 23 points. That's not a lot. That's one game, more or less, of production. So I'm it's a bit of a cheat. But and and he's only missed 27 out of a possible 192 starts in his career. That's not bad at all. Like, yeah, yeah the guy's been really banged up the last couple of years. But he's tough as nails. But he's he's real tough. And 2018 was the only season he didn't hit 4,000 yards when he yep. played all 16 games. Almost a lock. A lock yeah. for 4,000 yards. Um, it, he it, before it was cool. <laughs> he was throwing for 4,000 right. yards. Yeah, I mean, he was... It, there was that one season when, uh, what was it, Brady and Breeze both broke 5,000 yards in the same season, first time ever, and Stafford missed it by like 9 yards. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The guy's going to throw a ton. Uh, maybe not with the Rams. They, I think the, the Rams are looking for a more balanced attack, but it's hard to say. It's it's really hard to say what's going to happen here with the Rams. And, and uh, also, uh, this is going to make me sound like I'm a Rams fan, too. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, I mean, listen to how Stafford has finished the last who knows how many years. 2014, ninth overall. 2015, ninth. 2016, ninth. 2017, eighth. And then we get into some injury years uh, with 20th and 2018. He missed half the season. 2019, he finishes 29th, which I believe was also because of injury or something. I don't remember why. And then this past year, he he was 14th. So with with a with a banged up receiving core too. So I mean, he's he's making a move to LA to. Arguably one of the best receiving cores he's had in his career. Ever. ever. Arguably it, one of the I best mean, receiving cores in the NFL. I mean, dude, I mean, he had Megatron, you know? like To be fair, yeah. I but, don't know. Like, you, you put Robert Woods and Cooper Cup together, you might get Megatron. That's um, a good point. Yeah. I guess I'm discounting their stuff. It's just guy. like, like as far as a plethora of options, he's, got, he's going to have Cup. He's going to have Woods. He's going to have the two tight ends there, Gerald Everett and... Um, Oh, fish sticks. Uh, I just lost his name. You just made me forget it when you opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to say Thornhill, but I know that's not right. Thornhill? I know. I mean, it's so weird. What I don't is know he, why. a Batman villain? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I got uh, Anyways, I, I just... I don't know, man. I... The, the only question it's I have... something like that. It's Hickby or something. Yeah, Tyler Higby. Thank you. Um, the only question I have about Matt Stafford not making the uh, a, a top, uh, be a, being a top ten uh, a top twelve quarterback next season is maybe that offensive line. Um, PFF has ranked the LA Rams offensive line this past in twenty twenty at third best, and I thought it was a, like a I thought it was like a bunch of really old offensive linemen that they were just kind of having one last raw. Other than Andrew Whitworth, they're all really young. So nice. okay. So they've I'm, invested I'm, a bit. I'm, I'm guessing that they're probably going to end up doing something either in free agency or the draft 
to maybe make sure that Whitworth ha- they have a replacement for him because if he goes down, I mean, this guy's been approval. That's I don't such know an important position. Yeah, yeah, at left tackle, I believe he plays. Yeah, if um, he can still get back back pedal quick enough to get in that passing stance, then they'll yep. be fine. But if he loses, he's thirty nine, dude. Yeah, that's he's thirty nine. I was like, whoa, he is not got easy some great beard. I'm like, I'm like, I'm three years away from that from that mm-hmm. number, a little less than uh, almost a little more than two actually. Uh, I hope I don't have as much gray in, in my beard that he does. Holy man um i kind of feel like i just need to get more gray just so it stops looking so mismatched. anyway go ahead <laughs> it's like me losing my hair either grow back or go away faster there i don't care which like yeah. yeah go one way or the other you're going too slow here hair hair loss um yeah so like i said offensive line is the only question are we going to see the 2019 rams offensive line which was not good at all or the 2021 which was third best according to pff you know, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that the Rams are going to try and run the ball this next year as, as they did this past season. We'll, well see. I think they absolutely leaned on their defense and their running game this past season because of golf. I mean, I think, I think they were very scared. I think golf. he showed his true colors and we talked about it. It might've been off air about how it was just, I was a little more on the positive side of the fence on him coming off that nice year, even though he kind of played back I, I, real I bad mean, I in was Super too. Bowl, didn't he? Uh, I, so I was too, but I just... It, it ended up... There, yeah, the, the haters ended up being right, I guess is what I'm trying was, to say. Yeah, he, uh, he, now, he wasn't very we'll see good. what happens in Detroit, but uh, Stafford, I yeah. wish the best for him in Detroit, but he's going to mm-hmm. he's gonna have a rough road in Detroit because they don't have a lot of receiving weapons up there at the moment. So Yeah, yeah we, we don't like him see. Uh, moving forward. But uh, Stafford, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, what's your next guy? Oh, that's Hi. right. It's Cooper Cup. Yep. That, How convenient. Oh, that's, a, that's what we call a nice transition right there. Transition, folks. And I love this picture because I found that he was because he's wearing a mask. There you go. Promoting safety and health. Yeah. So I've got Cooper Cup here as a uh, my jump receiver um, going to next year. Uh, again, I think this came up maybe last show for my honorable mention. A little bit of a low hanging fruit, but also, you know, we do have question marks. Uh, it's a new quarterback. Uh, but as me and Josh just kind of uh, said, we feel great about the change at the quarterback position, and it's going to help Cooper Cup a lot. I expect uh, mm-hmm. to see uh, similar numbers like we saw in 2019 with when both Cup, Cup and Woods had great seasons and Goff was uncharacteristically efficient. Uh, they run uh, the run game you touched on uh, with Cam Akers will be well, – that's not the right order. Sorry about that. <laughs> The run game will be a big part of it because we will see a ton of play action like we saw with Goff in 2019 with Gurley, keeping offenses honest uh, with a great running attack. I'm not saying uh, Akers is uh, Gurley, uh, but I'm saying schematically that the Rams want to use play action. The Rams want to use misdirection and motion and uh, incorporate into both the run and the pass. That big offensive year they had, we got to remember, they had a darn near an MVP running back in Todd Gurley. Uh, I don't know how yards he yeah. put up, but it seemed like it was two thousand over two thousand scrimmage yards. Well, and here's the thing too is that I mean, if you look at if you take Cooper Cup twenty nineteen, which is definitely his best season, um, he only had two mm-hmm. less receptions than this year. He had ten more targets, but only two less receptions. The, the problem is is that he had two hundred less yards and seven seven less touchdowns. Yeah, that's this year one. compared to twenty nineteen. Yep. So you get Stafford in there, and he's going to get closer back 
he's going to get back to closer to that like 10 touchdown mark i think Definitely. and More over and over 10 over 1000 a thousand yards you know oh for sure i, I think mean, i could he almost barely, say he barely missed a thousand this season this, this season but mm-hmm. yeah he's yeah I, I mean yeah you can call it low hanging fruit but at the same time it's it's a name worth bringing up yeah we only have know? so many shows so many minutes so many so much time it's important to mention. I mean, it's, it's, it's a it's a yeah. player to not forget about, you know. I, and and I think it's just another great example. Uh, I feel like I keep coming back to this throughout our shows. Just offensive talent raising everybody else's productivity because obviously the most important position on the field, quarterback. It's not like the Rams were, you know, a, a, a nobody on offense. So you upgrade that quarterback position. I see both receivers playing at a Pro Bowl level. I think this young running back and Cam Akers is going to play really well offensive line suddenly looks better it all kind of it's the ultimate team game you know so i i'm excited about the rams offense next year yeah me too i i mean it's the the only problem and and i didn't bring this up with stafford but the only problem too that Mm -hmm. might give stafford some problems of hitting the top 12 and quarterbacks is that it's so it's a rough division you know like you're gonna have (laughs) to go up against the, the Cardinals defense isn't terrible. The 49ers uh, defense is is uh, pretty darn good itself. And the Seahawks defense, it looked like it was, it was improving as last season went along. It was, still wasn't good, but Fair. it was getting better. And yeah, but at least Stafford has the best defensive player in the league on his side. So <laughs> some might argue a couple of the best defensive players in the league and Aaron Donald and uh, Jalen Ramsey. So yeah, for sure. Just having Aaron Donald anyway. on your side is just man, that could do. Anyway, this is a defense show. That's why, but, that's why Stafford wanted to go to the Rams. He's like, I don't ever want to oh, face off against Aaron dude. Donald in a game <laughs> again. Ultimate team game, man. It takes all these parts moving. I hate it when one player gets too much credit or blame, uh, or one facet of the game. Defense plays huge into fantasy when you want more offensive opportunities. Get your offense back on the field. Get Stafford some opportunities. Yep. All right, um, my my guy that I'm hoping to make a jump is Christian Kirk. We are flying right through these guys, man. Um, Christian Kirk, you know, you might know him as the number two wide receiver, the the redheaded stepchild in Arizona. <laughs> um, he's he's the problem with Christian Kirk is that he's always going to be second playing second fiddle to DeAndre Hopkins outside of injury, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a real problem. It is. But you know, as you saw on our on our list of what was it two two three weeks ago, um, two and three weeks ago, is that there were a bunch of wide receiver twos, uh, especially in the second half of the top twenty four on there. You know, there's there's not a reason why Christian Kirk can't be um, a wide receiver two. You know, a, a top twenty four guy uh, between weeks four and nine last this past season, he averaged sixteen point three two points. Like. Yeah, there was a bye week in there too, so it's really only four games. But you know, you get that, and then like, and then you go forward a couple of weeks, and then Kyler's had some sort of mysterious shoulder injury um, that they didn't actually they didn't come out and say they're like, "Oh, he's fine, he's fine." He, the guy didn't look good, so I think that kind of hindered Christian Kirk a little bit. He does mm-hmm. some special teams work, so if you're in a league that uh, rewards you for guys that get special teams work, he had 152 punt return yards. That's not a lot, but hey, that's still an extra 15 points right there, you know. And what in Yahoo's scoring at least? 
Um, I, you know, he's had some problems staying on the field. So, as far as like he missed a couple of games this past I season, I think they were also the a little before, extra careful with him. Like they, they, I think they could have put him in a little sooner. Just, just to throw that out there. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that if 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 Kyler Murray is going to be as good as this guy right here thinks he's going to, that's not me. I'm pointing at Chris. Mm. Um, why, why can't I mean he's going to need someone other than DeAndre Hopkins to catch a bunch of balls? You know, it's a high volume offense, very high volume. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. I, why can't it be Christian Kirk? You know, um, I'm definitely going to be targeting him in some drafts this this coming year. Um, not, uh, I don't want him to be my wide receiver too by any stretch. But and you're not, and you're you know, not trying to pay a premium to get him. But uh, yeah, no, me, no, no, me no. and you both are on him. We'll see how the cards fall in our drafts, in our common drafts. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, his catch rate isn't the greatest either. It's only uh, like a career of, uh, what was it? 62.59%, I think is what I came up with. Or maybe that was his past, this past season. That's not, not great. great. That's not great. It's not, gr- it's not terrible either. No, um, if he got, got he out of the sixties, I'd be really worried, but no, that's fine. That's not, um, yeah. And if memory serves correct too, is that he was getting some, some deeper balls too. He's a bit of a speedster. So it, yeah, it's it's a he's not that fast though. It's four 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 seven. Oh, okay. it's not elite. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to use that that popular argument for a wide receiver or any a fantasy player, it's his contract year. All right, it's a contract year. That means that he is going to be the next Calvin Johnson. I, Play, I, 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 I'm making fun of, of it. I'm, I'm making yeah. fun of it because like so many people use that as it's like he's going to be so good this year. You know why? Because he's playing for a new contract. Well, yeah, he is. He's also been playing for a new contract the last three years. Too. Yeah, you're always putting yourself out there as a uh, your body of work, if you will. You know, what have you done for me yeah. lately? What's your body work look like? How much are you worth, so to speak? It is. Just, it is going into his fourth season too. So that's like, I, I mean. That's it's, probably it's the big better, money payday, especially when you consider well, the well, average that's, length. That's, of that's a, probably the better career. argument in the sense that, like, he could be, you know, growing as a player. He, yeah, legitimately, not is, just, yeah, yeah. He's not as good hard. as he's not as good. <laughs> his numbers weren't as good this past year as they were the year before. But I, th- I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say that he would have been a top twelve wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But if the Cardinals wouldn't have acquired DeAndre Hopkins, I bet he would have easily been a top twenty four. Well, yeah, and again, just a better catch rate, growing as a talent. Yeah, you could see those numbers definitely kind of, I guess you could say flip-flop. 79 targets isn't awful. In 2019 with DeAndre Hopkins, without DeAndre Hopkins, he had 109 targets from Kyler. So Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we both like this guy. I would love to see his targets get up closer, uh, like around 90. That's for sure. And maybe get that catch, those catches up. Become a little bit more of a volume player and a volume offense. Get more of a PPR Mm -hmm. receiver because they do like him underneath. Mm -hmm. That's where they use his 4-4 speed, if you will. All right. um, What's your next guy? Oh, uh, running backs. Um, So I've got Mr. Miles Gaskin, another one of my favorite guys, as I alluded to earlier. Um, um, I would like to preface this with the fact that Aaron Jones is probably going to the Dolphins and Miles Gaskin will be an afterthought. Speculation, folks. Speculation. It's all speculation. I'm, I'm just doing it to ruffle Chris's <laughs> feathers. Uh, yeah, this is my dude. Uh, a diamond in the rough I uncovered, not going to lie, it has a little bit to do with my Dolphins love. Uh, when you find a dude, when you find a player, uh, especially a position of much need at running back, 
and uh, situation is always a huge part of it, uh, especially at running back. Again, I can't reiterate that enough. Um, but again, I like the front office and the person to develop decisions. Therefore, I like the offensive pieces around Gaskin, including the quarterback and the O-line. Uh, second year Tua is going to raise that uh, bar for offensive talent and hopefully fantasy yeah. production. Uh, defense isn't bad either, and I can see Gaskin putting games away for the Dolphins in 2021, and he could still be a value. Uh, could still be a value in ADB because let's not let's not overgloss it. He didn't like take the league by storm. He was kind of mediocre there for a while. Me and you were kind of back and forth with him, and it was great content. And uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. you were not back and forth. You were fully on. I was back and forth, and every time I went, I I swung one way. He pivoted and went the other, and, and played real well. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, yeah. by the time I got on to Gaskin, I, like that's when he had a really bad game, and I was like, "I told you," and then he had a really good game, and then yeah. you were like, "I told you." And I think yeah. he cemented some of that uh, question marks at the towards the end of the year. There, he looked he looked real good. Uh, numbers bear that out. Um, now he's not going to be your ninety percent snap share guy at the end of the day because he is a little a little slight, if you will. He's not the biggest I'm dude. Not. I don't I don't have his. There you go, five nine. Um, He's pretty rocked looked, up, but you I know, you were gonna bring it up. yeah, I don't think he's built to it, like an Austin Eckler is who he reminds me of. Um, little, yeah, little heavier. No, no, no. Yeah. He's not as fast, but build wise. Uh, so I think that's important, but I think it's, but uh, he is better. Uh, he is still a very accomplished runner between the tackles off tackle. Um, and he's a fine receiver. He's good enough. Uh, nothing crazy there. So I, I've just, I've been in love with him since he came in the league and, kind of found that diamond in the rough and that has to do with kind of my overall opinion of what we're going to see out of Miami in 2021 mm -hmm. and Gaskin is a perfect example of that so keep an eye out for him to jump into the top 24 next year what would you say his 40 time was um to be honest it might be creeping into the four fives so I'll go four four nine four four nine four five eight Ooh. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I knew he wasn't very fast. Not the. Well, uh, let's put that in perspective, folks. That that's what I literally said. Let's is put this not in fair. first person. Four is five how, is okay. kind of an important mark, though, for a running back. I think. Um, let's put this in perspective. I can run a four five one. You can run a four five one. Yeah. No, you cannot. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> I was like, I was like, either Josh is. I, dude, I'd be lucky to break like six. very deceivingly fast, or he doesn't understand what a four, not, what a four five is, or four nine, or whatever four five one. Oh, you had me for a second. Not oh, that I, I thought you could do it, but you had me thinking you thought that you could. <laughs> but that—that's all. I, that's 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 my Gaskin love, I guess. There for you uh, again. Speculation heavy episode folks but i think we saw plenty I, last year out of him that shows us that he's going to be on the radar next year i okay so i was joking so. with chris at first um about the dolphins getting aaron jones it would be he would be perfect for what the dolphins look and like. i did acknowledge what that. the dolphins did, did in 2020 it for looks sure. like a perfect role for aaron jones I mean just a guy to throwing one guy out more or less one guy out there and being able to do everything. You know, I don't think they want to I don't think they want to rotate guys in and out or anything like that. They want a running back out there to run the ball, catch the ball, block, whatever. Aaron mm -hmm. Jones can do all of this. I you know, I know Chris isn't a big fan of spending money on running backs, but when if you're going to really stick with Tua, you have him for more or less free for another at least 2 years, if not 3. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, why not spend that money elsewhere on a guy like Aaron Jones? Give him a veteran running back presence that, you know, I just like, I'm not trying to throw shade on Miles Gaskin. He did. No, definitely and, had and to be clear, folks at home, I, uh, the discussion was more like, like obviously conceded that Jaron Jones is the better player. That wasn't what it was. Uh, and I also conceded that if we're talking like a two or three year deal that I can get out from under, I, I am all aboard trying to win with a guy like Aaron Jones in Miami right now. I think at the end of the day, the team themselves are going to go the bargain route and they're going to stay with Gaskin. And you uh, named, I, and I also think you named a, what was that one you named a destination for Jones that I thought was an even better one? The Atlanta Falcons. Fal Falcons. And yeah, yeah I, I like that one better for all parties involved. But yeah, no, Miami. You like it better just so Miles Gaskin is the running back and um, guilty. Miami. Guilty. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, man. Um, who's my next guy here? We're oh, backs. yeah. I was going to talk about Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Yeah, I kind of like, let that I said earlier, a little bit earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a Rams fan. I'm a Matthew Stafford fan. But I like what I saw from Cam Akers at, towards the end of the season this, this past season, you know? Not to say season too many times there. Season my seasoning. To, to be uh, clear, our, both of our tight ends, neither is an LA Ram or a Miami Dolphin. <laughs> Oh my god, it would have been so great. Bit of a we pattern developing here. The Rams there. and the Dolphins, the show. You yeah. know why I'm not? Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, when when I upload the episode, I'm just going to change the title too. So, uh, um, yeah, not jump players, just Rams Dolphins. Yeah. Um, Rams Dolphins outlook 2021. <laughs> so on the season as a whole, Cam Akers he played in only 31.38.1 percent of the snaps, but in weeks 13, 14, 15, and 17, because he randomly missed 16 for some reason, he played in 61% of the snaps for the Rams. Um, this is not due really to any sort of injury either. Um, I thought Daryl Henderson got hurt, but he, according to football guys and their, what they had on their site, um, that he actually got a, a percentage of snaps uh, towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. So... And the Rams spent a second round pick on this guy. He's got four four seven speed, so he is definitely going to beat Miles Gaskin in a foot race. Mm -hmm. It's not the greatest speed, but it's all definitely not slow either. Um, I, I like if you see in this picture here, like he sure. really reminds me as like he really reminds me of Zeke. You put a different helmet on him, and I'd be like, dude, that's Ezekiel Elliott. Especially you like know? if I if memory were. Uh, is it second year Zeke or rookie year Zeke or somewhere in his first two or three years, a couple, one or two of those years was he was in a phenomenal physical shape. The other couple yeah. of years, not so much, but uh, I see where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's just all like he had, I mean, he really had a hard time breaking through that, the muddy waters of the Rams uh, running back de uh, depth chart. But I think like we've talked about in previous episodes is that, Everyone thought the the rookie wide receivers are going to have problems breaking through this season because of a very limited off season due to COVID. Mm -hmm. But it was really the it was really the rookie running backs that had problems getting going. Like uh, pretty much all of them were just, you know, they weren't very good to start. I mean, no, yeah, the, Jonathan Taylor had a had a pretty good week one and two, but they weren't phenomenal. And but listen to this though. So in the final four weeks that. <clears throat> Okay, so it would be weeks 13, 14, 15, and 17 that 
Cam Akers played and the two playoff games that the Rams played in this this past season. Okay. Cam Akers had 561 yards, three touchdowns. Dang. 561 yards total in six again? Games. Four? Six. Six weeks. Oh, okay. Still almost 100 four, yards Four regular game. season, two playoffs. That's not bad at all. No. No. That it's is a good offense. not bad at all. I mean, I know they had their ups and downs, but again, Goff was yeah. in town. And so. Stafford's only going to, I think he's only going to help them. Yeah, it's probably going to be a little less less of a workload because Stafford's there to, they can trust Stafford to go out and make throws. Mm-hmm. But I think that, I mean, they said they wanted to get Cam Akers involved, and they did. And once they finally got going, and I think that offensive line was like I mentioned in last week's episode, is that they have one dinosaur guy, that's uh, Andrew Whitworth, and then they have a bunch of really young, um, young. They're yeah. like they're all in their like mid to late 20s. Have their whole careers uh, ahead the yeah. rest of Yeah. I think that the rest of that line really started gelling, and it really helped Cam Akers. Uh, maybe they, he just kind of saw the the – the, the game sped up for him a little bit or slowed down, slowed down for him slowed a little bit, you know? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Cam Akers is the one that's, it's going to be the, what, what, what is it? Um, how do you say that phrase? Okay. Um, the, the, the cream that rises to the top or something uh, like that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. The talent rises just, to the I, top, I, the cream I, rises to yeah. the top. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that Malcolm Brown is really all that, all that talented. He's yeah, not. I was hoping you're going to talk about Henderson here in a second. And yeah. and Henderson is while he's fast, he's really small, and he I think Henderson is more of the change of pace guy. You know, I like I Henderson's see- running style. I, I definitely kind of fell into that trap of thinking he might be the guy. I think it's a testament to how good Acres is and how yeah they wanted Cakers to be the guy all along. I, I can definitely see in the 2021 season uh, a, a nice timeshare of probably. 55, 60, 55 to 65% mm-hmm. Cam Akers, uh, 25% Daryl Henderson, and then a sprinkling of Malcolm Brown in there too. If even Malcolm I would Brown's tend to agree. around. I would tend to agree. I think, I think, I think Malcolm to. Brown hangs out because he's, I think he's still on his rookie deal and I'm almost positive. And when you have mm-hmm. three running backs all in rookie deals, why not keep them around? Because they're more or less free. They're cheap. They're cheap. Yep. Cheap miles to put on the tires. Um, yeah, and I think they've shown with Gurley, granted Gurley, as far as talent goes, is, you know, we got to understand he's he's an all-pro player and was with the Rams for that one year at least. Um, but they would rather stick with one guy. But on the other hand, they're also a team that's willing to load manage and get through the season because they understand how important the running game is. However, I, 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 again, I think they want Swift to tote the load. That majority. Swift, Swift, Swift. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. Acres? No, Acres. Acres. Too, too many Detroit it's, Lions and Rams going on in this episode. Acres with the Rams, cool. they want him to be the yeah. guy. I agree with you. I, and I think maybe they, they they maybe they did see that they really uh, they really beat the tar out of Todd Gurley, and maybe they want to be like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that to any one guy. You know, maybe kind of spread the work out a little. That's bit. better said. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly kind of what I mean. Yeah, they learn their I lesson, mean, but at the same time, if the guy's got. Uh, fresh. I mean, legs. if the guy's good, they're not going to take him out. You know, yeah, if, he's, exactly. he's, if he's running well and he's running hard, then they're probably not going to take him off the field mm-hmm. just because it's like, well, you know, well, we can't have him get, getting too many carries. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That's that's our running backs that we wanted to talk about. I just, just I wanted to this episode to really kind of focus a little bit more on like a, a particular guy instead of a large group of guys. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. We'll have other um, episodes where we can hammer down on other guys. No, I think this is good, good stuff. 
jump players. What, We're on to the next one. Yeah, what's your tight end there? My tight end is Mr. Dallas I don't remember. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that. I like this picture of him. Mm-hmm. It's a great picture. Great image. Um, can, can I've been a fan of his since he came into the league. Uh, ironically, there was this BS about the Cowboys wanted him and the Eagles snatched him. That was never the case. I can't remember which player the Cowboys ended up like, with. I, one of the really I, good linebackers, which at the time looked like a great decision. Uh, I think the Cowboys probably did want him, but they didn't want him enough to like trade up and be like, uh, I think no. they had other options. Let's put it that way. They weren't like falling uh, yeah. over themselves to trade up for a tight end. I'll put it that way. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. I think they were set it. with taking. It might have been Vanderesh. Oh, it might have been the other linebacker from Notre Dame, uh, Jalen Smith. Anyway, that's not who we're talking about today. It was one of those two guys. I'm pretty Vanderesh. sure who ended up in the pick. Um, I chose this guy on this show. Uh, no, it's before the Earth's news broke. Yet. I say Earth's news, Earth's rumors. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was a blurb something about uh, he's preparing for an exit, be it trade or free agents or uh, cut. Uh, so I think the new staff is wanting to kind of out with the old in with the new. And I've always kind of thought Goddard was the better football player there. I said it. Uh, I think Earth's is a great receiver. I get it. Um, but you know, and I don't mean to be Mr. Old School and be like, he's a better all around tight end, but I also think Goddard has something more to offer in the red zone. And Ertz has always shown he's been a little uh lacking in that area. He's always been Mr. PPR, Ertz has been. So I like Goddard. Um I think we can uh, we see an emphasis on Goddard moving forward. There's something to be said for an elite red zone player, which is exactly what I think he is, despite mm. his three touchdowns. I believe that's exactly what, what he's gonna he's gonna show us. Um there's also something to be said for getting rid of Carson Wentz as your quarterback, and that's exactly what the Eagles are trying to do, right, Josh? <laughs> um mm. So just again, I'm not I'm not Mr. Um sorry, what's the quarterback? Hurd with a D, Jalen Hurd. Uh, I'm not it hurts with you are TS TS. Thank you. Okay. Hurts. I'm, I apologize. Uh, not a huge hurts fan, but, uh, nor, nor is there any love lost between me and the Eagles. But, um, I think this is a really good football player. I think you'll see him featured in the red zone. I think they're a little thin at receiver, so they're going to have to use his talents. And with Ertz, very likely on his way out of town. I, I definitely like this guy to jump into the uh, top 12 tight ends. Excuse me. Um, you were wrong about who the Cowboys drafted. Oh, would you t- care to care to take another stab at it? I was wrong with both my guesses. Yes. Oh, one more, then, one more shot. Real quick. Then I'm going to go with Travis Frederick. It was Connor Williams. Uh, out of not, Texas. Not so, not so good. No, I was uh, done with Goddard. Just uh, like I said, that little jab there at the uh, Colts trying to get Carson Wentz. <laughs> that was all. <laughs> but also, also the the, the legit yeah. rumor news that it looks like Ertz might be on its way out. That's most important, obviously, for opportunity. I think they're trying to do that to shed cap space. That too. Yeah, they 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 pay, they. Uh, I saw a Philly fan on like Twitter saying they signed us deal with the devil to get that Super Bowl in 2017. <laughs> oh yeah, they're still paying for it. Yeah, yeah, that's really the, that's, that's the general consensus. I mean, you know they they, and sometimes that's what teams do. That I mean that's what that's what the Patriots did for a long time with Brady, and then they it got and to it worked. A point it worked that, at times, and and it worked. But I mean it's they're paying they're paying the piper now with Brady's oh, contract because yeah. oh, they, yeah. they they still owe Brady money or Brady's contract the way it was like uh, they kept pushing money to the back their, end. 
basically. Uh huh. And they're yeah. still paying for it uh, this season as this coming season as well. Yep. The Patriots, that is. So serves them right. Um, I think Brady knew that, and he decided to take it to take his uh, pick the Talents right time to, to stick Beach. it to that team. No, it's actually not South Beach. That's Miami. Tampa's like I don't know. I it's have not no South. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not so. I, I just was making I thought, a, I, thought the, I thought the west side of Florida was the old people side and the east side was the young people side. I don't know. It's, I just I know that's what LeBron right. said. Say he said it's taking talents to South Beach, which is Miami. Yeah. Dude, anyway. That whole decision, that whole decision thing was. I know he like he raised money for his charity and everything. And I feel that's like what I've heard he regrets to. it now. At least he's. Uh-huh. He's uh, uh and he's he showed up too. And and you know what's really bad about it too is that like hours before it it got leaked that he was going to the heat. So it was just like just Cleveland fans just losing their minds. Well, I mean like I mean like it's fine that you know you did that the, the decision thing and like ESPN paid him money and he gave all that money to charity, which is very nice of him. Very I right, it's, it's still left a sour taste. But, yeah, the, I, but the manner of how it was done was not. It was a bad PR play. He realized it yeah. in the, in the it coming me, years. It, and I still, to this day, do not like LeBron James because of it. For real. Yeah, I respect his game. I respect his place in history. No, he's, he's a good player. I just don't like him. Yeah, I can understand that. Like Kobe, I, I don't, don't like really him. care. Because <laughs> uh, other, I mean, other players do it all the Kobe, time now. I didn't like you as a player. Anyways, uh, we got one more player to talk about, we and do. this this sounds and like I said in last week's episode, but th- this is a real bit of a stretch here. But I really like Cole Komet next year. Now he only scored forty eight fantasy points. <laughs> I I know I know and it's perfect know. for a show like this. Perfect. He uh, he just we, he just got done with his rookie season. Rookie tight ends uh, historically usually don't do much at all. The one thing that Cole Komet was doing well, or the one thing that I really liked about him is that from week 10 on, he was on the field for at least 70% of the snaps. And in some weeks, and one of those weeks too, he was on the field. He didn't leave the field once he was on it, other than, you know, obviously for defense. Because, um, you know, he's a tight end and doesn't play defense. But I mean, like that kind of snap percentage, you know, and Oh, in the last four weeks, I have written down here too, is that he was on the field for 85% of the snap. So, like, the, and I know the Bears really like him, and I know he was a very highly uh, touted um, pre draft draft pick for uh, NFL sure. draft pick, that is. Sure. USC, maybe? I'm guessing. Don't remember. Don't remember. Um, but so, Alan Rob, if Alan Robinson does leave, that's going to definitely vacate like 140-some targets. I don't remember how many Allen Robinson had. Um, I know they really like Darnell Mooney. They're definitely trying to get him going, too. Uh, but I really like Cole Komet. I, I don't know if he makes the top 12 this next season, but I think there might be weeks where he's definitely fantasy startable. You know, He's mm-hmm. going to have to compete with Jimmy Graham as well. I, I, will, I will give you that. But if the Bears decide to commit to another year of Mitch Trubisky, which why not? Why, why, why try and get a better quarterback? Why trade for a quarterback that you're gonna stick behind a really bad offensive line? Make your the rest of your team great and then around get a Trubisky for the last couple of years you've got him. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, see if see if he is like he's Trubisky is definitely flashy. He can be a good quarterback. Let let him run around. Get him some better protection. Definitely get him some better protection. Mm-hmm. You have a decent running back in David Montgomery. 
he is not the number five running back or whatever he finished some stupid number that he finished this year, but he can tell, but the he's rock decent bit, enough yeah. mm-hmm. and you give him some weapons, you get new uh, draft and maybe pick up some offensive linemen in the, in free agency. And, you know, you might have your, and you got a solid defense too. You might have yourself a close to playoff contender right there. Just with the team that you're, you're pretty close already. Mm-hmm. Losing Allen Robinson is going to hurt, but there's also other guys that are coming off, coming into free agency as well. Like Tyrell Williams, he's not bad. He just needs to stay healthy. Kenny Galladay, they a, not bad. They a young guy too. They liked a lot. Was that the uh, the Darnell Mooney? Mooney? Yeah, yeah, that's Mooney. Yeah, they, I think it was. And his then I think there was another one coming Anthony into Miller. the off season last year that played well in preseason. Besides Mooney, anyway, Anthony Miller. No, they spent it. They spent a second round pick on him. Uh, no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, though. I'd have to look it up. I'm not going to bother right now, but. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, that's that's really my that's really all I got on Cole Command. Like I said, it might be a long shot of him hitting the top twelve, but he could. He's definitely got the physical oh, I don't prowess of doing all. it. We we we've, we've um, thrown our shade a, on Jimmy Graham. It's so. a bit of a bold call, but hey, that's why we're here. We're here to like make I some said, bold calls every exactly once in a while. Perfect you know? for a show like this, exactly. It, it it's a purely speculative show. It's it's I just wanted like I just just wanted people to not forget about Cole Komet and how Oh, by the way, it was Notre Dame, not uh, USC, the the former tight end U. Yes. Yes. Um, I just, yeah, I just wanted to get Cole Komet's name out there. I don't, I don't know if, you know, he's going to be a perfect tight end to maybe like think about if you completely and utterly just punt tight end. Like the the last couple rounds of your draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Before your defense and kicker type of thing. Yeah. Like, or (laughs) maybe even, maybe even get your defense and kicker. Sometimes I like to do that as good. And then, and then let the very last round. Hey, there's defenses that can, that can borderline win you leagues, man, for sure. But especially when your commissioner, especially when your commissioner screws up the defensive scoring, and your defense is the number one player in fantasy football, that would be awful. I'm so glad I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you you probably don't whatsoever, do you? Hmm? Nope. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I mean, other than we can screw around for a minute, but yeah, I'm. I'm done with this with I my think guys. That was a, a good show i think we uh spent about the right amount of time on each guy and i think we put um, out some great I, names the only other guy is like if you wanted a more serious one i did talk about um hunter henry last uh, last week's episode sure. and the fact that he's definitely a guy he is a free agent so he could be going to a, a, you know i'm not so good team or a team that doesn't really focus on tight ends sometimes mm-hmm. teams do that they spend money on tight ends and they uh, just you have to them. spend a certain amount of your free agents of your cap room like it's required you, you do you, like you there's, do, there's a I mean, floor so, too yeah yeah i mean you can't just sit on that money you have to they make you spend it mm-hmm. and that's um, how some players get ridiculous contracts because they're just like well we had to spend the money somewhere absolutely one important name to mention kind of harkening back to the last week's tight end show uh that i touched on in my um honorable mentions blake jarwin uh or insert cowboys tight end i think that's an important position to keep an eye on in terms of if it is jarwin if it's uh schultz i think his, it's going to be jarwin i think so too i i would absolutely agree but just we have time to speculate because it's off season i think the position uh, is they, more important to focus on i think with a healthy dak Assuming he gets his money and his health. Um, no, he's going to the Colts, sir. He's going to the Colts. <laughs> no, Dude, I would be so freaking happy, and I would so buy a Dak jersey, and then I would wear it every time I saw you. Every Awful. single time, I would hate it. I, I yep. would, 
and, but, and hey, if we were hanging I'm, out, for I'm a one week, who's a fan I, of a team. If we were hanging out for a week, I wouldn't wash it the entire week, and I just wear it every t- like it'd get pretty stinky. But it'd yeah. be worth it. I'm the one who's a fan of a team that apparently isn't giving this guy his respect that he deserves. But anyway, we're just in a Cowboys or a Dak show. I'm just well, saying that position seems to be very productive. So keep an eye on that. Position. Um, and I guess important. another, I guess another name that could easily hit the top twelve is for, for tight ends is Evan Ingram. The problem with Evan yeah. Ingram is, yeah, I don't is hate it. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's not a very good quarterback, and Evan Ingram lately, loves no. to drop the ball. Yeah, he, I believe, he had the second most drops out of any pass catcher. He this, still gets a butt ton of season. targets. Yeah, I mean he's he's got the he's got the physical talent to to do it. He's got to put the he's got to get the ball in between his hands and then hold on to it. Yep, you know. So he's probably he might be one of their best, if not the best, pass catcher there in in New York for the Giants at least. No, I think that's exactly what it's a product of. I think he he has been for a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. They just need to focus on him a little bit. I think a little bit more. They just there's times where they just get away from him, and it's just like, what are you what are you doing? Why for? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Um, and that's that's a wrap. That's all I got man. That's a wrap. All right. Well, until next week, which we will be talking about either offensive lines or head coaching. A little coaching bit of housekeeping. Changes. Follow us on twitch.tv oh, yep. forward slash amazing fantasy football. Uh, and then I also include the email address there uh, if you want to get in touch with us about any anything, really. Any uh, suggestions can, uh, about league, getting together some leagues? Uh, we're going to try and focus our attention on. Yeah. Breaks our Discord just, server. You can just email us and be like, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? I mean, and when will you email you back and say, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then as far as Twitch goes, uh, we're not streaming a ton lately because we're, fo- um, uh, if y'all don't know, we did stream all the whole regular season. We streamed our matchup show and our waivers and our, our what injuries. Uh, we're going to focus mm-hmm. a bit more on recordings because we want to move forward with that in the regular season. But also this offseason gives an opportunity to get better. But we are still streaming uh, on special occasions. We streamed, did a super stream for Super Bowl Sunday, and we're going to do something for the draft. Round one, uh, I believe it's yes, a Thursday sir. night uh, evening. Yeah. So. And, I mean, if we really wanted to, we could probably do the next round too, but whatever. We'll see what um, happens. We're, tr- we're trying to leave the stream a little more loose uh, and the YouTube and podcast a little more. And I believe we were going to we were going to leave the stream for Sunday mornings and injury updates and everything. Yes, and make that more of our hangout morning yeah. day thing. It'll be it'll be a more loose loosely structured kind of hangout. People can ask us questions. We'll have our recordings um, done for the week, so we'll be, you know, yeah. full of research and information, and we'll be having our coffee, getting ready for game day. Yes, sir. I love it. Until then. Everyone, stay safe, wear a mask, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Bye, y'all.